In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the sixth week of Easter. Today being the 26th day of May 2022. We celebrate the solemnity of the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us call upon the Spirit of God to dwell in us and help us understand, appreciate and apply in our lives the message of this day. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come, oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Fix your eyes on the world, bet your heart on heaven. Fix your eyes on the world, bet your heart on heaven. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, from verse 1 to verse 11. The second reading is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 1, from verse 17 to verse 23. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, from verse 46 to verse 53. Friends in Christ Jesus, in the first reading today, the story about the ascension of Jesus Christ was recounted after his resurrection. And as in, having appeared to the apostles and uh, a number of the disciples at various instances, Jesus at this point ascended into heaven after assuring his apostles that they will receive the Holy Spirit. And upon receiving the Holy Spirit, they will receive power to bear witness to him all over the world. And with this fact, he was taken up into heaven. And this very promise of the gift of the Holy Spirit, which will bring about the empowerment to bear him witness, draws our attention to one thing, that though they are left in the world amidst troubles, amidst afflictions, amidst challenges, they are left in the world like, you know, a people without any helper he promised that they will receive power from on high through the person of the holy spirit and having been taken into heaven from them and the promise to prepare a place for them in heaven they should cast their hearts in on heaven as he did himself while he was on earth intent always on doing the will of god the father who sent him but having his focus or his heart on heaven in he never relented in being actively involved in the affairs of the world. His gaze, his eyes were fixed on the world with a view to changing the world positively. And so the apostles were also encouraged at this point through the promise of the appearing of the Holy Spirit to go forth and bear witness to him in the world since they will be empowered by the appearing of the Holy Spirit to become his witnesses in the world. So they were encouraged not to live in the world, the life of passivity, but to be actively involved in the life of the world. 
This same message is carried on in the gospel today. For in the gospel, they saw him ascend into heaven. Yet, he told them, they shall receive power from on high. They will be given the gift of the Holy Spirit. They will receive baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is meant to aid them in bearing witness to Jesus Christ. And so, with this experience of the ascension of Jesus Christ and the promise of the coming of the Holy Spirit, in not many days from the day of ascension, as we shall see just in a few days' time, at the celebration of the solemnity of Pentecost, Jesus encourages them to go forth and bear witnesses uh, to him and it is on this note they returned with hearts full of joy they were joyful amidst the troubles of their time amidst the persecutions of their time amidst the afflictions of their time because their hearts while fixed on heaven knowing that there is hope knowing that there is a reward knowing that they will be glorified at the end of time they were ginger if you permit me to use this very term they were encouraged they were spurred on they received the incentive to go back and get involved in the affairs of the world with a view to making positive impact as their divine master jesus christ has done in his own time while he was in this earthly uh, life and so full of joy therefore the apostles returned and with vigor with zeal and passion they went on proclaiming the good news of jesus christ bearing witness to him they were no longer intimidated by the fact that their number is so little compared to the number of those who were living lives that run contrary to the will of god they could not speak boldly so every situation that um, persisted um, and was prevalent in their time and epoch. They delve into all areas of life with a view to making positive changes. Beloved children of God, we are also in a situation similar to that of the early Christian community. We live in a world where it appears that Christians are no longer relevant, Christians are no longer influential, Christians are no longer you know, involved in the decision-making process of the society of our time. It appears that many of us have grown cold and our life is now passive in terms of how much contribution we make to the present-day society. Many a times it appears not to be our fault. Look at what is happening in Sokoto today. Priests are being kidnapped. Christians are being killed. And it's not just Sokoto. In different parts of the country. In different parts of the world. Go to place, different places um, um, where people are working. Different ministries. Both in the private and in the public sector. Many Christians are completely made to be redundant. Redundant in the sense of not having influence once they try to live out their Christian life. They are so incapacitated by the system and the structure that has been put in place. They are meant to just be on job just to earn a living. If you are a lecturer and you want to be a good Christian as a lecturer, you are, you know, if you like, bullied from all angles, emotionally, financially, and otherwise. 
You are frustrated on that job. And you are tempted to just fold your hands and watch and wait on God to come and redeem the world. You are politicians, you meet the same fate. Recently, one of the um, presidential aspirants would have to decamp from PDP or resign from PDP. Simply because of the prevailing circumstances that makes it practically impossible for a good Christian to participate actively in politics in Nigeria. In the military, it is the same. If you come to the marital, the, the family system, the family life, you meet the same situation. Even among Christian leaders, religious leaders, priests, religious, pastors of souls. Once you want to be that which God wants you to be, it becomes so challenging. The society, the structures and the system in place make it almost impossible for you. And so one is tempted to just fold one's arm and stay away for another to be saved and wait for the Lord to come and salvage him or her. But the children of God, the solemnity of today, the solemnity of ascension, invites us to get involved actively in the I mean in every sphere of the human existence and the human society. Are you a businessman? Are you a politician? Are you a religious leader? Are you a traditional ruler? Are you a, an educationist? Are you in the business sector? Wherever you find yourself today, are you a physician? God is inviting you to begin to live actively your Christian life as a way of bearing witness to Him. Because the promised Holy Spirit is meant to come to empower Christians, not just to wait, having their eyes in heaven and on heaven, having their eyes on the day of redemption, but getting involved with the day-to-day -day running of the society in which they found themselves. For God has given us the responsibility to bring about that positive change that we pray for, that we desire of Him. It may come with some challenges, it may come with some afflictions, but dear friends in Christ, as St. Paul tells us in the second reading today, in his letter to the Ephesians, there is hope for us. Christ will come for our redemption. He will indeed bless us for serving him in truth and in spirit. For God never fails his own people. God never fails his own children. He tells us that brethren, may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom. End of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power in us who believes according to the working of his great might which he accomplished in Christ when he raised him from the dead and made him sit at his right hand in the heavenly places. Yes. So dear children of God, this is the word of God and is ever reliable. 
He doesn't fail. So if we live our lives just as Jesus was glorified after he led his own life, involved actively in the circumstances of his time, in every sphere of the society of his time, if we too bear witness to him by imitating him, we shall be glorified and we shall share in the riches of the inheritance made for the children of God. Their friends in Christ. If every Christian folds his arms and shies away and hides away because of the risk involved in serving God in our time today, the world will continue to get worse and things will continue to get bad. We need to come all out, united in love, united in care for each one another, fight the evil of our time and generation, and we shall be rewarded with the gift of God's full, the fullness of God's blessings, and the hope we have in God will never fail us. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. And I say to you, dear child of God, Happy Ascension. You will ascend in the glory of God despite all the forces fighting against you through Christ our Lord. Amen.